Hi, True Crime Islanders. It's Cambo here with a special update on the Matthew Levison story I told you about in episode 4. His remains have been found. So just to recap, 20-year-old Matthew went missing nearly 10 years ago in September 2007 after being out at a nightclub with Michael Atkins. Atkins was interviewed by police over the matter, but at the time he wasn't under caution and the evidence they had wasn't admissible in court once he was formally charged with murder. Atkins was acquitted of Matthew's murder by a jury in 2009. Last year, he was compelled to give evidence at a coronial inquiry into Matthew's disappearance. As the family were desperate to bring Matty home, they okayed a deal that Atkins got with the New South Wales Attorney General to get immunity from prosecution for perjury in request for information leading to the recovery of Matt's body. So Deputy State Coroner Elaine Truscott ruled that Michael Atkins be compelled to testify at the coronial inquest into the death of Matthew Levison. Miss Truscott's ruling forcing Mr Atkins to give evidence came with the caveat that any incriminating information he disclosed during during the inquest could not be used against him in any hypothetical future criminal proceedings. Mr Atkins was issued a certificate under Section 61 of the New South Wales Coroner's Act which granted him immunity from prosecution. Atkins eventually agreed to tell the police the location of Matt's body. On November 10, 2016, police launched a search, digging in the Royal National Park at Waterfall. They only found a shoe. Police also mounted a search in January this year. Police started a new search 10 days ago and were about to finish up when they moved a small cabbage palm tree and saw bones. Although the remains have to be formally identified, it's believed they are of Matthew. So media reports have been coming in. Amongst them are the following. When Faye and Mark Levison, Matthew's parents, were asked how they felt about Mr Atkins' situation now that the remains have been found, Mrs Levison responded, Don't mention that name. He could have ended this, but he chose not to. He chose to stay in Queensland and not come down. He could have been down here helping, but no, he didn't. Mr Levison said, The accused has all the rights. We have none. That's the system. It's bittersweet, Mrs Levison told the ABC. Mr Levison said, It makes it real now. He was also scathing in regards to the jury that acquitted Atkins of murder in 2009. Mark said, If the jurors on Matthew's trial see this, What the hell were you thinking? Look what you've done to us. He went on to add, To Michael Atkins, you are of no use to any of our family alive. And in regards to closure, he said, please don't use that C word. We're looking for justice for resolution, but not closure. So with this Section 61 certificate and double jeopardy laws, it will be very difficult to retry Atkins for murder. The ongoing inquest into the death of Mr Levison is scheduled to resume in August. So Atkins is clearly guilty. The available evidence shows this without a doubt. However, by the way the law works, he's been able to get away with murder. 
Only fresh and compelling evidence outside of the coronial inquest could make a retrial possible. My thoughts go out to Matt's family and friends, and I know they will never give up until justice is served. Anyone that may have any information on this case, please call Crime Stoppers on 1-800-333-000. You never know, you may have some fresh information that can bring Matty's killer to justice. So my message to Atkins is this. Do the right thing for once in your life. Come clean and tell the real story. Was it just an accident or was it murder? Matt's family have the right to know and to get the justice they deserve. Well, that's all from True Crime Island tonight. I'll be back with another episode Sunday late, 11th of June. Good night.